Hello, I'm Caroline and this is Interesting People with Interesting Jobs, a podcast from Luxie. This episode we spoke to Jason Burge, who is also technical support for the um for the podcast. I've known Jason since about 2011 when um I was first setting up Luxie and Jason helped with setting up our original um website um he did a lot of the camera work on a, um a, some of our first events um what i mean by camera work so like videos he made videos he made some promo trailers for um Jabberwocky market pop up theater events um and has filmed some of our in conversation events um and yeah jason's always my go to for technical advice um he's super super helpful and as you'll hear when you listen to the episode, really an interesting, um, kind and fascinating person. So I hope that you enjoy the conversation. As always, technical support from Jason Burge and the music is by Roma Yaknik. So over to you, Jason. How would you describe yourself in a professional capacity? In a professional capacity, um, I am a freelance jack of all trades. Maybe I am a cameraman, a tech support, customer service, uh, a whole bunch of different roles that I play uh, for different organisations. So I do a little bit of whatever is needed of me um, in mainly creative capacity, uh, but also technical as well. And so if I was to meet you at a party and I didn't know you at all, and you just wanted to move on really quickly, you didn't want to get into a long conversation, how would you introduce yourself at like, and someone says, oh, what do you do? What would you say? I think I usually lead with camera operator. So I work at filming football and dog racing and and do a bit of other projects on the side where I can. But that's the main one that I tend to lead with is my camera stuff because that's the one that I'm most interested in doing. The rest I do because I can or I have the skill set to do. Okay. And so the camera thing is the one that you're most interested in. What's most interesting about camera work? For me, working as a cameraman is a it's the blending of creative with technical. So needing to know the ins and outs of how to get the best picture from a camera, the technical side, and then taking that and then getting the right framing, capturing the right moment and getting the best shot that you can with the available surroundings and the content that you're you're getting. It's, t- it's a bit tough with football and dog, dog racing because it's very standardized, um, but I still challenge myself to try and get the most creative shots when there is a little bit of license to do things that are different and things like that. What I do enjoy doing is when I get um, projects with artists, um, so with theater artists and um, visual artists and all kinds of things where you get to do really random and very creative things that's 
it almost those sort of things don't feel like work so when you that's what i like about it is when you're when it's creative because it's as fun as it is challenging it's it it doesn't feel like work it just feels like you're creating something interesting and when you're creating something interesting what's the impact of that i think so uh, a lot of the work that I've done has been with a participatory artist. So you see the impact directly of the participants in the videos getting to interact with that, that artwork, whether it be learning how to do semaphore or sign language or putting on a T-shirt that becomes an animation or uh, even engaging with like theatre performances or things like that. So capturing people's reactions and um, being part of something that is bigger, that becomes a big sort of creative element that I think then people watch and they, they love seeing the reactions and they love seeing these things that you wouldn't see. So I guess that what the artist that I work with a lot is calls it the epic in the everyday. So taking things that may seem mundane, but doing something very interesting with them um and putting this flavor on it so I, I think i like seeing that something that you wouldn't see every day but in an everyday setting i don't know if i've answered that well enough uh, the impact on me doing something creative it feels like it's it's enriching my soul as much as it is enriching other people's lives as well so it's that thing where it's it's a creative expression and it's a you get more out of it than something that is very like a documentation or just a very this is the the facts there is something more to it there there's more emotion there's more connection i think than something that's here's here's this thing and this is you wanted to see what the outcome of it was for for football or dog racing or or those kind of things something that is very factual and very this is by the numbers and you do football and dog racing and things as well yeah, but yeah, that's. I mean, you've got to make a living, so the the artistic work comes in dribs and drabs, and it would be great to be able to do that all the time. But that you still need to put a roof over your head and pay for bills and and all kinds of other things. So those things are very regular. Um, I've great. I didn't really care about football when I first started doing it. It was just kind of fell into that by meeting certain people and and. Uh, but I've grown an appreciation for how the sport works and how frustrating it can be to watch for fans and and, and that when it, things can be decided but why one single call or, or stuff like that. So I, I, I get it. But yeah, football and dog racing don't excite me the way that working with artists and doing things that are more creative um, are. If you were in charge of the world... And there's no boundaries and no barriers and everything is peachy. Um, in five years, what does your work portfolio look like? You know what? So the thing that really got me into being in media was that I wanted to do animal documentaries. As it seems really that when I say not doing factual stuff, but the idea of creating something like a David Attenborough kind of production where you're taking something that's factual but you're finding very creative ways to tell a story 
around that. I think that is what I would ideally, that's my top end goal where I want to be, what brought me into it in the first place. I was actually studying or working towards all the subjects were working towards becoming a vet surgeon, but I didn't get the scores that I needed to go in like directly into vet school. So I'd been doing this media creative thing on the side sort of in the, my last few years of high school. And I was like, oh, you know, and there was one teacher specifically that stood out for me who he really inspired me. His name was Mr. Jamison. And he just really brought to life um, creating a drama, creating uh, stories with, with using video. And so that really pushed me towards that side. And I was really enjoying that more and more and more. And then I decided... Well, I, I applied to get into a fledgling film school and yeah. And then the rest is history. It kind of went from there and I kind of learned along the way and then ended up sort of here. That was in Australia. Obviously I've moved from Australia to here and that's a whole different story in itself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that one sort of seed. I was very science background and that's where all the technical thing comes into it. That's why I was still interested in cameras and the, the creative um but yeah that animal documentaries is my top goal and then i think any of the visual art projects i'd really love to be involved with that um the if i could bake base it on what's happening sort of in our local area i've really wanted to create video installation work that could be put into store shop fronts so that ones that are empty and it could be a movable installation so that could move from shop to shop depending on what needed to be done so and that people could also display art in the same way um i really like the idea of that i mean i'd love to save the high street but to to use it and to be able to take it like put things into shop front so it wasn't just boarded up windows or all these closed places and stuff like that that's another thing that i've really been interested in 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 pursuing but it's having the time and the money and the resources to do it but yeah there would be the two things that i would try and focus on if i could animal documentaries and video installations in in closed shops yeah and solving the high street along with it yeah yeah something along those ways um i mean there's plenty of other things i'd love to do um but they are the first things that come to mind um when you when you ask that question You've made a little bit of a reference there to the fact that you grew up in Australia and that you're now based somewhere else. Can you just give us a little bit of a trot through um, your personal history? And then you also said, okay. and the rest of the history, it would be really interesting to just um, like get the headlines of what that is. Right. Okay. So um, I was born in Melbourne, Australia. Um, grew up there uh, and studied there until till I was 23. And that's when I met my wife, my well, my now wife. Um, and we spoke every day on the phone for about a year. We just happened to meet within Facebook, so an application within Facebook. And um, then uh we sort of things went well that way and i came out we, we got married i moved over here um and she's from darlington which is where i'm now based and so um she has a child 
from her like a previous relationship so we didn't want to take him away from his dad um so that's why i came here rather than the other way around because that's often what people ask it's like why are you here why are you not in australia and um so yeah so i've been here since june 2009 so what are we on now that's 13 years no 12 12 years coming up on 13 um and so yeah so i came here i didn't have any connections or anything like that uh i volunteered for a group called the darlington media group and i helped with a documentary project they were doing at the time called beauty and the bike and then that led to me working with them and working on some community projects and video i was then looking for more video work uh in the meantime and i uh, came across uh, the media company who were looking for like a trainee sort of position but as, as i came in they were like actually yeah let's just do it as more of a freelance kind of thing so that's where i started getting involved in the football and dog racing and and all that so i've continued working with them since i think about 2010 um so early 2010 and uh in the meantime as well i do bits on the side doing things like um uh, I work for a retail, like a big retail company. Uh, I won't give the specifics. Uh, I think technically we need to get like releases and legal involved for that. But I work with a big tech company as part time. So that sort of is, is my stable income so that if any of my camera work dries up, because that's always the worry as a freelancer is you have to uh, make sure you've got the next job coming and the next job and the next job. I'm really lucky because football and dog racing are very regular things so that's where the art i'd love to do art all the time but those jobs only come up every now and then uh football and dog racing are constant year round other than the summer for football they're year round things that are constantly going uh so that really helps with uh keeping the money coming through for camera and then i have this other job where i can keep that stable and not have to worry and that's got paid holidays and a lot of other benefits as well um and then i also do on on as part of my freelance work i do a lot of technical support so my knowledge that i've got from working with cameras and working with um computers and, re and like in the retail environment and customer service i have experience uh with helping out with that so i help with things like podcasts uh things like setting technical things up so i work with a charity called equal arts and i help them with all manner of things uh, setting up video chat systems with tvs uh helping them deliver all kinds of projects uh and video stuff for them as well uh and i also work uh with uh, a, an artist called anton hecht quite regularly um with the one i was referring to earlier and he does very interesting participatory art uh projects so it's and then he passes me like other people i've worked with you obviously i've worked with yourself as well caroline with um jabberwocky market and um other projects as well so yeah so i i just i'm a i do whatever i can for people where i can and that's where i i find it's like word of mouth one job leads to the next and uh but i have regular sources of income as well so it's balancing all of those together yeah, that sounds like the um, the the balance. I can't think of a better word for it than that. And so, if somebody 
if you were to give advice to somebody in the world now interested in doing the kind of work that you do at the moment like what what whether that's a young person or a person in another career are there any bits of advice that you think are really important or um warnings that you would um equip them with yeah okay i think one of the first things that i found and it it does help if you have contacts in the industry if you have any family friends or anyone you know it that is an easy in is finding out people because a lot of the time it's who you know not what you know for that initial part the next bit is being willing to start at the bottom being willing to do the running doing the the camera trainee doing any kind of bit that is at a lower level now the thing to watch out for as a warning in those situations is that the majority of good experiences they will still pay you you shouldn't be doing those for free there's a lot of people out there who are taking advantage of people who want to work in the industry that I'm in and are not willing to pay for it and um there's a big push to make sure that all of those experiences should be paid for in some sh- way shape or form it might not be much it might even only be expenses although i would say i would still be steering clear of those if you can but the is is getting on as many of those experiences as you can while you're still studying while you're still in a position maybe you're still at home and you don't have all these other expenses because if it gets to a point where you're trying to make a career on it and you're still having to do these lo- much lower paid experiences they're much harder to do once you've got having to pay rent having to pay bills having to bring in an income and try and work around um the industry as well so that can be a tough thing if you're trying to make it as a career finding something the easier work is finding something that is regular like what i've got i'm not saying that's better or worse i'm just saying that it's easier and it's it's more stable uh if you're looking at things like drama and and other things like that they work in chunks so it's it's finding getting your in it's the same thing you have to be prepared to work maybe 6 months on a project and then um that project will end and depending on how well you've done whether you will get that next project with them or not i think being willing and open to to try these experiences being willing to learn on those experiences and to be humble will get you the furthest in those positions not thinking that you know everything that you know better than everyone else because that can be really easy to do when you've learned a whole bunch of stuff and you're like i have this knowledge but learn from those experiences i learned so much more in my i did 3 years of uni in my i did a few onset experiences and those few things i learned so much more valuable information than i ever did in uni and i wouldn't take away the the uni for the people that i met and the the skills that they gave me in terms of editing and other things that i wouldn't necessarily have been shown otherwise but i think getting out there and getting into the industry and being willing to do the the lowest of lowest jobs um for reasonable pay not for free <laughs> not being taken advantage of 
that is the thing that I would uh, definitely say to people is get as much experience as, as you can because there's only so much a film school can teach you. I've got about four more questions and we can't okay. put them all in. Um, okay. And I'm just going to pick one randomly. Um, one interesting thing about you that's not obviously related to your work? I, you know what? The biggest part of my life in the last two years since sort of the first lockdown has been I like to play Dungeons and Dragons. I, this is a, a really odd off the and that's why I was trying to think something that's interesting. I don't know if it, how interesting it is, but I've really got into the world of make-believe and collaborative storytelling. That's what I like about it the most. It is a game, but it's a, a role-playing thing that you play with friends, so it's a good excuse to come together, but also you're creating, it's that creative element where you're working as a team to create something bigger than just yourself, uh, which is interesting because it's still related back to what I enjoy about camera and, and all that, but it is something that I like to do as a hobby and um just as a bit of fun yeah i was interested in how how that question would work um and it is interesting how you then you fuck you can find patterns can't you you can just yeah go, it's really <laughs> not, but actually it totally is um yeah. have you got what what as pithy as you like um what is something that you know now that feels really important to share? Right. Something that I've learned along the way. Mm -hmm. um, I think one thing, and it's still sometimes I have to tell myself again to remember this, is that it's not a competition. You don't have to be the best I think there's always this is I have to be better than this person. I have to be better than this. I have to be the best cameraman. I have to be the best, uh, whatever you want to be. And it's not a competition. And a lot of the time, the best people want to work with other people doing the same sort of thing and that you can grow working with each other. And I think that if you can find people that are like-minded as you and you can work as a team, you're going to be much stronger than if you try and do it alone and try and beat everyone else. I think that's the thing I've learned along the way. I've like, I definitely had the drive to like, to be the best and do that. And I think that can also be a self-defeating kind of thing as well. It's like, Oh, I'm not the best. So do I, do, do I need to try something else that I can be the best at? And, and then you, you go, no, oh, well, I'm not very good at, I'm not as good as I wanted to be at that. Maybe I'll try something else. And instead of going, okay, no way, together, that person is stronger at this little thing that I'm not as good at. But if we work together, we'll be stronger than if we work apart. So I, I definitely encourage people to to look at that. And yeah, don't. it's not a competition. It's definitely not like that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Like, I've got so much that I could like add on that but I'm not going to because it's your point and I but I just underline that so much yeah 
if you if you're all if you're looking for somebody who's better you're always going to be able to find it no matter how good you are so just concentrate on on being the best you is the most liberating thing yeah definitely and it's it's not it's not a destination that i think it's a journey i think you you constantly have to remind yourself that because i think we are a lot of our society is built around being in competition having to be the best the one with the most followers the one with the most views the one with the um the most money even and it, it doesn't have to be that and they like they say the very there's only one person who can be the best at certain things and then it's debatable that they're the best at all the other things as well so yeah it's it's better to just work on what you can do and and to enjoy it as well that's wonderful thank you jason thank you for having me